What if you finally figured out how to overcome fear, anxiety, and what is holding you back so you can live life on your own terms? That's what I've done. And on this show, I share my best tips for overcoming the BS that gets in our way. We'll tackle the root of what is holding you back so you can start challenging your own limiting beliefs. We'll also talk about our mental health and why it is so important to take care of ourselves. Stop living a life full of worry, fear, and anxiety. Break the cycle and start your healing journey here. I'll teach you everything you need to know. This is the Live Less Afraid podcast. Hi there, this is Michelle with Live Less Afraid podcast. And on today's episode, I am excited to welcome in Jeanette, uh, my Italian friend that I met while on um, my walking journey last year, which you guys have heard me talk about. And uh, many months ago, I talked to Jeanette about coming on and we've just finally gotten our schedules together. And one of the things um, that I was just thinking about when we started talking about doing this was how different everyone's experience was. And in the beginning, the first many days of the walk, I didn't really even get to spend much time with Jeanette because she was one of the later walkers in our group. And I had a lot of, I guess, anxiety or energy around wanting to be with this leader, one of our co-leaders. And so I was out really early in the morning um, on the journeys. And it wasn't until the very last leg that we walked together. And it was such a magical experience, I think, for both of us. Um, and maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that today. But um, I really felt like we made a great connection at that time. And I was like, okay, this person is definitely somebody that should be in my crowd and my people that I hang out with and talk to. So welcome, Jeanette. Hi. Yeah, Hi. Thanks for being on the show, yeah. on the show today. Um, and I think what we want to do is talk a little bit about your Italian experience, because, you know, we all went at it kind of from a different place Yeah. and then just kind of talk about what that's meant for you and where you're at now. Yeah. So okay. tell the readers, tell the listeners a little bit about just, you know, kind of a short little bit about who you are, you know, what you've been up to and maybe how you got involved in the Italy trip. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I'm, I'm not actually Italian myself. <laughs> Cause you said my Italian friend, I'm like, I'm not actually Italian. I'm well, you, I met you in Italy though. Um, I so know, no, what... no. I'm just, I'm, I'm just flinging you some, I'm just, I'm teasing. You. I love it. Um, I love it. I, I'm I'm uh, I am from California originally uh, and grew up in Northern California with uh, Anita Auriga, who was the co one of the co-leaders on that trip. Mm -hmm. And she and I met when we were in camp at like eight years old. I so, love that. Um, so sweet. We've been friends for she's basically my sister, right? Rather than just my friend. I mean, and we're the same age. And we went to college together and we were you know, in each other's weddings. I mean, it's the whole thing. I was there for her son's birth, my nephew. So old friendship. And when she told me about this dream of hers and this idea, um, it's something that I had been thinking about because she had done the Camino in Spain a mm -hmm. few years before, and it really inspired me. And I was like, I'd really love to do a trip like that. But uh, I didn't feel comfortable going alone you know, like so many yeah. of us that were on that yeah. trip, right? And so when she said, well, there's this group that I'm getting together of women to go together and we're going to do, you know, these weeks in Tuscany, that sounded like right up my alley, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and I think it was also um, 
after, you know, what we all went through in 2020 and 21 and just the last few years. Yeah. At the end of 2021 for me, I felt I needed to make a goal that was big for myself. Mm. That was going to uh, inspire me. And um, maybe it was a little scary, <laughs> you know? Yes. And, you know, could I do this? Because I knew I wasn't an early morning walker. And I know Anita is like, she's the exact opposite of me. She's a total morning person. And whenever we've traveled together and we used to work together back in camp, you know, and stuff, and she was always up early in the morning and I was always the one that I'm, I'm the night owl and she's the, you know, morning bird. So um, I was like, well, how's that going to work? You know, and <laughs> I just um, realized I, I can't let those things get in my way of trying this and experiencing it. And more importantly, yeah. just allowing it to be my trip and mm -hmm. not feeling like I had to be like everybody else in order to have this experience that I had to be as in shape as she was, or that I had to be as healthy, you know, and that I, or that I had to um, be as actively, you know, of a walker, although I am a walker and a hiker and stuff, but, you know, she's really avidly into it. And, um, you know, it's like, okay, well, I don't do all those things, <laughs> you know, I do them, but not like her. And so it, instead of comparing myself that way, going, yeah. well, I'm not this and I'm not this yeah, saying, um, well, it doesn't matter. I, I am that. who I am. Yeah. And I'm going to take myself because this is what I feel I need to do for me. Yeah. You, you did know, such inside. a good job. You did such a good job of that. I think it really making it your own and, you know, being out on your own. I remember it like even the first, maybe not the first day, the, the one long day we had, I remember like you and Anita um, and Sarah were pretty far back and we were kind of watching you on the map, but everybody was like, you know, no, they're just going to take their time and, you know, don't worry about it. Like they'll, they'll come along. And, um, I really kind of admired that about you in the moment. I thought she's just out here kind of doing her own thing and just making this her own experience. And I, I really admired that about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I felt that was important that I did that. And that I didn't allow myself to feel pressured to do something that wasn't mm -hmm. me, you know, which was the whole getting up at five in the morning, which is what, you know, she loved to do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a five in the morning person. That first day was more of a mistake. We didn't mean to leave quite as late as we did. That was because we decided we all wanted breakfast and they took forever to get us the breakfast. Right, right. And we're just like, we really got to get on the road, you know, <laughs> but yes, but that was, um, again, just even keeping the pace, right? Initially, I'm like, Oof, and I'm thinking, no, I don't have to catch up to anybody. Yeah. And Sarah said something to me that really hit me. She said, you know, so many people think that the destination is the goal where we're going is the goal. Mm. This whole trip is about the fact that this journey is the goal we mm -hmm. are in the middle of the goal right now this mm -hmm. is what it's about the, the walking yeah totally you know so <laughs> and it was like right and isn't that a beautiful reminder about life right mm -hmm. we keep thinking I keep thinking I'm supposed to get do this and have that you know make or it when to this happens goal. right or when, when this, this happens, happens then then I'll yeah. I will have arrived instead of and just then I'll be happy and everything's gonna yeah. be yeah and instead of looking around myself right now 
at what I have. And that's what I'm constantly having to do this. The last few years have really been a big uh, change in me and challenge for me to start, stop always looking ahead and start just being here in this Even. present moment. Yeah. Such and really loving where I'm at in this present moment. And it helps me not judge myself when I'm mm -hmm. there too, mm -hmm. because I get really hard on myself. Uh, and I, I expect perfection and I expect I should have been here by this point in my life. You yeah. know, why haven't I made it there? I think people like, can relate to that. <laughs> I think that's exactly. a struggle for a lot of people, you know, perfectionism and, and the shouldas. And my therapist um, always jokes around and says, stop, stop shooting on yourself. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a phrase that, you know, we laugh, but it's really true. Mm -hmm. It's really a true thing. I do that all the time. Um, and, and getting myself into this place of being really good with who I am and where I am right now, as my body is right now, as my face is, is whatever, you know, cause we get so into the physical of, as I age, you know, sure. it's like, oh my gosh, my face doesn't look the way it did 20 years ago. <laughs> my body definitely doesn't, right? And yeah. and you you start the whole judgment and especially in our culture where we are so youth oriented. Right. It's really and as women in particular, there's so much of that focus on yeah. you have to look a certain way and that certain way is somewhere in your twenties. Mm -hmm. Well guess what? If life is good to you, you're, you're only in your twenties for about 10 years. And then, <laughs> and then you are in your thirties and your forties yeah. and your fifties and guess what? Your body changes, right? So, That's well, just yeah, as part changes. of life. Yeah. Everything yeah, changes. changes. Your whole life changes. Mm -hmm. It should mm -hmm. anyways, you don't mm -hmm. want to stagnate. No. And as my husband likes to say, he's like, yeah, getting older can suck, but it's better than the only other alternative. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it's that or <laughs> what are you yeah, gonna do and, and I think I'd rather like be alive a, you know to, to bring that back to the to the trip you know I mean I wasn't in the greatest shape either I wasn't you know super hikey outdoorsy kind of person at the time but I just thought well I'm gonna go do this anyway and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna train for it as best I can and be prepared but I'm you know I won't be the most fittest person out there and that's okay and I love that about, you. I love when I, I'll never forget when I found out that you had come not even knowing anybody, mm -hmm. you had just done this on your own. You found out about it online somehow and went, I'm just going to do this for me. And you didn't know anyone in the group. Yeah. This was, you were totally traveling on your own. Yeah. It's not something you'd ever done before. I think, did you say you hadn't even left the country before that? No, I hadn't been to Europe before. You hadn't been to Europe yeah, before. Yeah, that. I'd been out of the country, but I hadn't been to Europe. So. And just to try, make that huge trip by yeah. yourself for the first yeah. time, not even knowing anybody on the other end. I yeah, mean, I, mean, I just only met was so Sue impressed. Online. I'm so impressed with that. And I'd only met Sue and Anita on a Zoom call before we went. But other than that, mm -hmm. I'd never met any of them in real life. But, you know, you said earlier, make a big, scary goal. And so, you know. Yeah. I was honoring my big, scary goal that year. Uh, I love doing, that. Yeah, yeah. Which we all, I think everybody on that trip, that really, for different reasons, that was it. I mean, maybe for some, I think it wasn't as big of a, as much as 
you know, a scary goal for them maybe mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. there were several that knew each other and there were a group of friends that kind of were together. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was, but for many of us, yeah, it was this like, I want to challenge myself moment. Yeah. And um, I love that we had that too, that energy in common because we all were walking for the experience. Yes. You know, we all were excited about the experience mm -hmm. and inviting it in yeah. as we as we progressed, even the pain, even the heat, <laughs> you know, the places where we're like, is there going to be water anytime soon? Yeah. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there? Are we still going up this hill through these oh vineyards? My oh my gosh. Will they yeah. ever, do we get to a road eventually? Cause mm -hmm. I'm still in the middle of some vineyards right now. Yes, and yes. you know, I love vineyards. I love wine, but I'd really like to get to my destination. Like to see us some civilization. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stop walking through the yes, the vines. But it was beautiful. And then that last that last leg, as you said, finding in myself the desire to get up earlier and get out and actually change sure. what I thought was is who part of who I am, right? My perception yeah. of who I am. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. I never get up early. And instead I'm finding myself going, Yeah, I want to get out of bed and join them and I want to get on the road. And I know it means I have to get up at five. Oh, well, I'll do yep. it. Yeah. And that shocked me that I, I made that change because I wasn't expecting that of myself or requiring it of myself. And mm -hmm. I think that was part of the key for me. Yeah. Is because I, I didn't feel expectation from others too. And I didn't feel a pressure for it. Yeah. And, and I, I know like that really, last day, it was really uh, an independent decision for everyone. Yeah, because we yeah. there was a lot of back and forth. People were concerned about the heat again because we'd had mm -hmm. that bad heat day, and the length, and then the end, you know, of that journey where there's mm -hmm. a lot of uphill. Um, and so yeah. each person really just had to make their own decision about it. Um, and yeah. I knew for myself, and I think you and I talked about this before, was that was the reason when I came right was to do yeah. the walking and to tend to, to finish what I started. And so that's why I felt yeah. so strongly about doing that last day. I thought it won't mm -hmm. kill me. I've already been through a really tough day, so I know I can yeah. do this. Um, yeah. And so I just was like, I have to go out and finish this. And it ended up yeah. being really a special moment. I know for me on the trip. Um, and I really like, I still can see in my head, like you and I walking along that skinny sidewalk as we were getting close to the gates, um, you know, of, um, Sienna, we were, yeah. and the busy cars were going by and it was just, we were just our little backpacks, yeah. like single file. And we would kind of trade, you know, you'd go and then I, we'd stop for a second and catch our breath. And it was hot. We were just like dying. Yeah. And then, um, I was like, oh, I just remember thinking like, I was so glad. And then we get into those escalators and you guys, you had to go back because you know, right. dropped your glasses and you were like, I have to go back down there. And like, it's the last thing you want to do is backtrack. Um, but you guys Especially went back down. the escalators were broken. Remember we had to <laughs> yes. walk up the escalators. We're like, yay, escalators. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then we turned the corner and finally found escalators that were working. And yeah, that was a really that interesting um, way to get into Siena, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was glad I did it. And I think you were yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I was very proud of myself that I completed the course, as it were, that I got to the goal. And that really was what it was about for me as well, was um, was the challenge of that moment, the challenge mm -hmm. of doing the walk, 
And I wanted to complete that challenge inside myself to know I had done that. And, um, and even on that last day, it was interesting because I was all intending on, you know, actually going with and leaving with you guys, mm-hmm. but, um, dinner the night before prevented that from happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. As, yes. As I'm sticking my head out my little bathroom window. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll be right there. I'll join you I'll later. Catch up. <laughs> I'll catch up. So that was okay. And I just went, oh man. And at first I started to do the judging and the, oh, I should, you know, and then I went, look, my body has to do what it has to do. Yeah. And I'm going to go and it's going to be my last leg. I'll be alone and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And um, their head, we were tracking. It's all going to be just fine. Yeah. And I, by that point, gotten really comfortable with finding the little symbols, so I knew where the trail was and everything. So I really wasn't worried about that part. Yeah. Um, and it was so nice to then find you guys at that little house yeah. with the cats and the uh-huh. and the guy. And I mean, I was just like, the oh Alberto. my gosh. And yeah. then and then you guys went on, and I kind of followed behind. And then you all waited for me there, and and we all ended up at lunch, hitting Sienna together. But it was really a special experience, actually, for me on that last day to have that time alone in the morning. Mm-hmm. Walking, there was just these moments of um, a connection to the earth and a connection to the sky and a connection to God and a connection just to everything that, that was around me. And I felt just so safe and this sense of peace just mm. filling me as I'm on my walk, I felt strong and calm and you know confident and it was just all those things that I I guess I had been searching for in that little journey I I came into in that moment as I on that last day as I was really on my own and um able to just experience that part of Italy at my own pace for myself now that doesn't mean that I mean that was the thing that was it was such a perfect day for me because I had the alone time, but then meeting up with the group and you guys waiting for me at that one space so Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't get lost. So I could join you on that last part. That was a little tricky. And that was another compliment to that because I also had desired having the group experience and arriving with the group into Siena. And so the fact that you all waited and I got to experience that part of it too, was also joyful to me. It was like this perfect little balance, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like my alone time. And then I got the group time and then it was, you know, and then we all arrived together and, and had that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Did that ding just ding? No, I didn't hear anything. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about like, I know you stayed a little bit longer, um, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. in Europe. And then, you know, we all kind of had a, you had some health issues to get over <laughs> right after yeah, our well, trip ended. That. But, yeah. but when you got back home and you started to kind of process, you know, what the trip had meant to you and like where you are in your life right now, what did you start to discover about, you know, what mm. you took away from the trip and like, where you are now I know you're in the process of this whole kind of I don't know change change yeah. uh reflection or, or change transition crossroads kind of a situation for you right now so yeah a little bit yeah. about like where how you started kind of un- understanding um you know, what the trip meant to you and like what you discovered upon re-entry and then re-entry. What that meant and that's really what it was wasn't it yeah 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 
re-entry into the world. When you take a, a trip like that, I think just traveling to another country in general, there's this experience of um, coming back to home that you have to have like an adjustment period mm -hmm. afterwards, especially if you travel for an extended period of time. Right. Because you've gotten into the the kind of into the rhythm of a different culture mm -hmm. and like literally a rhythm of a different culture. It's not anything like it is over here. No. Nope. And so coming back can be a little bit of um, like cold water in the face. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, back to life, back to reality kind of thing. Um, right. Especially if it's a trip that you're loving and it's a beautiful trip that you just are enjoying and having my husband join me at the end and we spent another three weeks there, um, just over three weeks. So I was gone for, you know, over a month from home. So coming back was was definitely a, kind of a hard transition at first. I wanted to stay there. I right. was the last <laughs> night in Florence, uh, I was crying because I didn't want to come home yeah. I wanted to stay in Italy um I was it was just such a magical place for me mm -hmm. and more so I really had found so much of myself there yeah and um had come to love myself again right I think I had released a lot of the grief from the last couple of years and everything we'd gone through on a worldwide basis through that mm -hmm. and I found and I also had faced fears because of you know, uh, what we all went through. I mean, I was really facing uh, some fears that I had had, deep fears that I didn't realize were in there. And then it was like, oh, hey, hey, I handled that okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> you know, it's all good. It all worked out. I'm yes. still alive and I'm home. And um, so I think it's like being able to face all that and go through that, it was definitely, uh, I've been to Italy before and I've been to Europe before several times. My first time being in 1983, ah, telling how old I am, but <laughs> um, because I just wanted to go. And so I, I took off and went there and spent my first year of college in uh, the UK. And it was a similar experience, this growth time mm -hmm. of, choosing to make this trip and and getting away and breaking away from home and finding myself and this was a lot like that um, yeah that time and so yeah coming back here I mean just the food you know the food over there is so much healthier than it is over here they don't use any chemicals at all they're not allowed to it's actually illegal for them to use the kinds of chemicals we use on our crops here yeah. are actually banned. And everything over there is very organic. It's organic farming. All mm -hmm. the food over there, all of the cheeses are made a certain way. Yeah. I mean, it's and everything you get is like, like local, like to the region that yeah. you're in too. Yeah, you know. it's all local. And I found all of my allergies had cleared up while I was there. Mm -hmm. And they came back with a vengeance when I got home. Yeah. And, so, and I didn't even realize how how many I'd had and how gone they were until I came back and they all suddenly were mm. like, <laughs> like, oh my God, these allergies are back. What do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> but um, at the same time, yeah, I think that was uh, at the same time balancing, you know, being back with my cats and my home. I mean, you know, I love my home and I love my, my friends here, my family here. And yeah. 
you know, you miss that. So that getting back into the balance of recognizing again, the beautiful things around me rather than wishing I had what I had over there, over here, sure, sure. trying to appreciate what I have here. But it was a challenge definitely because things didn't work out. Like it's so interesting. We have these mountaintop experiences. We go to have these amazing soul searching experiences. We have these revelations and then we come home to everyday life. Right. And we're like, so what happened? <laughs> Where did that go? Because now like I'm where am I now? amazing magical things yeah. happen in my life. Yeah. And, and it's not happening. Like, right. I'm, I'm just still me and things are just still here. And yeah. where's the reward for everything I just did? Mm-hmm. And um, having to recognize the reward is not necessarily, sometimes it can be something that comes immediately and is this magical, um, you know, surprise experience. Sometimes that does happen in our lives where we are given a gift that, we're just like, wow, where'd that come from? And then you realize it's because of the work that mm-hmm. you did inside, right? Mm-hmm. And when you got yourself into that alignment, that opened up the door for this to come. But sometimes, and that's what I've had to realize in the last many months since we've been back, yeah, was recognizing that the shift is more subtle mm-hmm. that's going on in your life. And that the lessons that I had to learn had to do with accepting everything around me as it Mm -hmm. is, just as I was Mm -hmm. learning to accept myself as I am learning to accept my life around me and the world around me as it is recognizing that there's going to be things I don't like that I can't change. And that's gotta be okay. Because if I keep making it not okay, then I'm just hurting myself. I'm keeping right. myself like down. resistance, right? It's the resistance yeah. to what, to what is, to what is. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we shouldn't try to um, still create and try yeah. to still, if there's an injustice that we want to speak out again, we should speak out. Mm-hmm. But then once you've done what you can do, when is the time to let it go? I mean, it, it's that thing, um, Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor, who, mm-hmm. who I, think a lot of people know who she is and I I've done um insidewink.com is something I wrote my blogs for uh, my morning mimosa blogs I also did all their videos and um Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor was one of the interviews I got to do and I I actually had read her book um my my stroke of insight which is just an amazing book I highly recommend it to anybody out there also, you can see her on her TED talk where she talks about how this massive stroke she had as a she was a brain surgeon who had a massive stroke and how it changed her wow. and what happened. But now she's still a scientist and a brain surgeon. She comes back. She's written a second book and it's about uh, I forget the name of it and I apologize. But the second book is about how um, chemically what's going on when you emotionally are reacting to things and how to then get yourself into that state of kind of joy on a mm-hmm. daily basis by record. And so she goes through this scientific process of saying, when you have any kind of reaction emotionally to something, it's because in your mind, there's this chemical response that goes on and it's something like eight or 10 seconds that it flushes through your body. Okay. But then when that flush of, of, of chemical is done, mm-hmm. 
The only reason it continues is because you keep re-sparking it in your mind. Yes. So if you're angry and you're holding on to that anger, it's because you are continuing to rotate that little, it's like a little film in your brain that you're just, yeah, yep. You're just on repeat. And it's like, you can stop that. You Mm -hmm. can actually literally stop that emotional reaction just by stopping that thought process Yep. and get yourself into at least a place of neutrality, even if you're not in joy, just getting into that neutral space so that you don't have the chemicals flushing through your body anymore. Yeah. And like the stuff that I I try and teach people that I work with around overcoming fear is that a lot of times you're just stuck in the thought of it being scary. If you just go and do the thing, you realize it really isn't that scary after all. And you just did the thing that you were so worried about not being able to do because you were scared. So oh my gosh. Like exactly yeah. The same thing. This is exactly, I get, this is a crazy little thing because just yesterday in our hike, when Jeff and I went hiking, um, in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, something started, I, I started getting these little panic attacks mm-hmm. from height. I started getting vertigo mm-hmm. and I'd be on like a narrow path and suddenly I'd be like, I'm going to fall. And I'd get my, my vision would narrow. I'd start my my heart rate, I right. couldn't move. I just agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've really been working through that because I know it's something mental. It's not yeah. a physical thing. Yeah. And and it's hikes that I've done a million times. It'll right. suddenly have, I can't go down this steep. So that just happened to me yesterday. And I found what I have to do is I have to stop myself and just breathe and stare at the ground. And I breathe through it. And I just tell myself, you, this is, you can do this. You just saw your husband do it. It's not that steep. It's okay. It's okay to stay here, but it's also giving myself the permission to stay there as long as I need and yeah. not feel pushed to have to move forward. Right. Um, but it's interesting because that's exactly, it's like, how do I stop that chemical reaction that's happening? Mm-hmm. That's causing me to go into the mm-hmm. state of panic over something and I, I still don't quite understand why I get it and why I have those moments. I well, just I do. And our, when I got brain's down response, that line, you know, it's like, it's always trying yeah. to save us. It's always trying yeah. to keep us alive. And anytime yeah. it senses that there might be something dangerous ahead of us, it's like, no, because yeah. like instantly it's like, you might fall and die, Jeanette. That's yeah. what your brain is telling you. And you're like, wait, That's wait exactly. I've walked down this before and I just yeah. watched my husband walk down it. So clearly it's not like, you know, so dangerous, you know? Right. So you have to talk yourself down off the ledge sometimes because your brain myself. is just so convinced yeah. that it has to keep you alive at all costs. Yeah. That it, it sometimes yet, it's sometimes to yeah. our detriment, you know, that yeah. it affects us to our detriment. That's where exactly what my, where my mind went, I was going to say, and yet often by freezing like that, it's actually doing more harm than good because okay. instead of moving forward down that steep incline, when you freeze, you, you're more likely to fall. Right. Because you're not, you're not balancing correctly now. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if you just kept moving, you actually yeah. would get down it quickly and not have to worry. But the moment that you stop, you, you kind of get out of balance and you can fall. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting. And when I got down that little rise, I looked back at it and went, look, that was nothing. That was so nothing. <laughs> so good. Why was I so scared of that? Yeah. But that's good. You Your know, brain will keep that little information on file for next time so yeah well and thank you for that image too because you just I'll, I'll remember that next time I yeah have that happen it doesn't happen a lot it's remember the bottom randomly. Randomly. when you looked back and went oh that 
it wasn't so bad. Like, I don't know, right? Because that's what you'll need at the top is remember mm -hmm. this, this isn't so bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what we need in life, right? Mm -hmm. Every time we're at the bottom of that, when we're at the top of the hill, looking down, going, I don't know how I'm going to get down this or up it, right? Uh -huh. Either way, uh -huh. I don't know how I'm going to make this. Yeah. We have to remember that once we get there, we'll look back and go, that wasn't, you know, yeah. yeah or what? Well, maybe it was hard, but I, but I it. did it, but I still did yeah. it. I still was able mm -hmm. to do it. We can do hard yeah. things, says Ben and Doyle. We can do hard things. <laughs> and that was one of the challenges on the walk when I was going by myself, because there was a couple of places where it was really steep going through those woods on that last day, especially. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, wow. And I had to talk myself through that because I was by myself. Yeah, it was kind it's of like, tricky whoa. through some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I was so, again, the pride of like, look, you can talk yourself through this. You yes. can make this happen. Mm -hmm. um, and also balance that with not judging myself for the fact that it does happen. Yeah. Um, being yes. kind to myself, right? Yes. Just the way we would want to be kind to everyone around us. Yeah. You know? And we need to be kind to ourselves about yeah. things like that. I'm looking up because that's on my board. I have a big whiteboard up yeah. here that loving kindness to myself and others is like one of the things that's on my board all the time. And I, you, I put myself first intentionally because I think mm -hmm. it's, you know, we're always our worst critic, right? And I just yeah. think that anytime you can remember to give yourself some grace around any of these learning yeah. challenges that we have, like that's, yeah. that's the important part of, right? It's like just saying, yeah. I needed a minute, but I still figured it out and I still got through it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so interesting because the word kind to me somehow hits me a little deeper, even than love yourself. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or be, there's something about just be kind, just be mm. kind to those around you. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of opens the door for the love and the peace and the joy to then come in. Yeah. But the kindness is almost like this little, okay, it's not a big thing I have to do. I just have to be like a little gentle. I have to be kind to myself. I don't mm. have to be, oh, I love myself. I can just be kind. Yes. And just by doing that, all of a sudden it's like, now my heart is going, yeah, and I can love myself too. A little bit softer. <laughs> you know, a little bit softer. I can, I can be grace, graceful. I can have compassion. You know, it's yes. like it opens the, it's like the, the one that comes in the room and opens the door for the others to come in behind it. Mm -hmm. And when we are kind to ourselves and when we're kind to others, what's really interesting for me has been seeing how it's allowed me to forgive, you know, those who hurt me mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and not hold on to the pain or the anger or whatever. Yeah. Um, because it's like, when I think about being kind to myself and kind to them, then there's like no room for me to hold on to anger. There's no room for me to hold on to the pain. Yeah. When I'm in that state of being kind, it's like, it's like, I'm, I have to let that go. Yeah. The two aren't compatible with each other. The same with the know? judgment and the guilt mm -hmm. and the exactly and the perfectionism. Yeah. When you're being all kind to yourself, it's really hard to hang on to those things. <laughs> they all they all leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. They're like, yeah, okay, this isn't the party we wanted after no. all. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
all these like love, love and peace and joy is coming in now and we just yeah. aren't like compatible with them yeah. so we're out and you're like good because in my home <laughs> in my heart the home of my heart and in my home mm. what I want to be filled with is love peace joy kindness yeah. all those good things that's what I want to fill my life me too me too you know so <sighs> so good so good <laughs> So maybe this is a good time to transition to kind of where you are now, because I know earlier you said you're in this, you know, they're going to transition period and you know that, you know, it looks like maybe it comes in these 20 year chunks for you and you're coming up against (laughs) another chunk of that where you know that there is some change happening. Talk a little bit about how you're processing that, um, applying that kindness lens, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because it's really interesting that, as as I said in TV, 20-year chunks, 1983, I graduated high school. So, hey, everybody, yeah, that's how old I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Class of 86. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I went to England, and it was, you know, so this was a huge transitionary period for me, as it is for everybody. When you hit that 18 and you graduate, there's that's a huge transition, naturally. But for me, it was also a year where I, I really uh, left my family, as it were, because mm-hmm. I went on and literally went across the ocean, you know, and mm-hmm. lived on my own in another country. And so it was really about exploring and discovering myself and um, that huge transition into who am I and what do I want to do with my life and where do I want to go with it? Do I want to go to call, finish college and do I want to, you know, what do I want to do in college? And that's what led me going into being a vocal performance major and, mm-hmm. um, you know, ultimately going into musical theater and opera and doing all this stuff um, at that time. Uh, but then 2003 comes along and that's 20 years later. At this point, uh, I stopped really doing a lot of performing. I had been working in advertising because in my mind, I didn't think I could make money doing anything creative. I thought I had to have a real job. So right. I had been working um, in doing new business presentations and production stuff in advertising for several years, thinking that's going to be my 30-year career. And then that was pulled out from under me when they decided to close the company here in 2001. And... Um, so another 20-year thing, because 2001, 2021, there were both years of huge negative transitions for me. Um, and I I had to make a choice to go into a whole new career. At that same time, my husband and I, we had met in 89, 88, something like that. And uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not 89, 98. 98 is when he and I met. Um, and... So we decided to get married in 2003. So I got married to, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. I got married to him. And then um, at that same time, I was, had started in 2002 going into editing because I had loved doing that with, I'd loved being in the edit bay with my editor, Toby. And um, he said, you know, you should look into this. You really, you've got an eye for this. So I did, I went to uh, Video Symphony in Burbank and basically I transitioned into a whole new career which became film and television editing. And so that was 2003 is when that really started for me. Mm-hmm. And when I got married um, and I started my film and television editing career 
And now it's so interesting because in 2022, now I go to Italy again. I mean, I have this whole experience of going to um, Europe and I also, uh, I have been feeling really since pre-COVID, since before, like even in 2019, that's when I wrote my book and I was planning on launching the book in, you know, um, in 2020, 2020. <laughs> March what happened 2020, in 2020, I was going to have a big launch because my book was about my dad. Um, it's called um, Things I Never Knew My Father Taught Me. And it's on Amazon. I've self-published. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to have a big launch party on his birthday in March, mm. which is near my birthday as well. So it's a right. big, significant month for me. So I'm like, OK, we're going to do March 2020. I'll, I'll have this big. And yeah. then, you know, we all know what happened. We had so a that kind of got down. shelved. <laughs> We had a two-week lockdown that lasted two years. Yeah. So, so I was already in this mode, though, I think of, of moving into a different, another phase of my life. Um, I love editing, and I still do edit, and I just got off an HGTV show, and I'm looking for another one. But it's, like, so interesting because one of the things that Italy made me realize is I want to travel more, mm -hmm. and I love writing. And I really want to focus on those things more in my life. So and... another book is coming, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I, do. <laughs> I, have, I have a few books uh, that I've got Wait, a couple that I've already written that. that still have been published. Yeah, so. we should talk about that. Jeanette keeps journals, you guys. And she's kept journals for oh, since for I was a kid. Long? Yeah. Like, so she has I all mean, this material to work from. Like there's personal journal writing and then there's story writing in there. So yeah, you have yeah. so much material. Yeah. I've you know, written, um, that's how Matthew McConaughey yeah, wrote his book, right? Green oh, no, Lights. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, oh. He's a journal keeper. Yeah. And so yeah. his, his book, Green, Green Lights, I think it's called, is all oh, like nice. stuff from his journals that he's from put together. Journals. Yeah. I believe that we often, we don't realize even when we're writing and we're journalizing, we don't realize we're also kind of channeling, you mm -hmm. know, we're channeling our muse, we're channeling, I think often we're channeling God, you know, we're actually writing, yeah. because I'll go back and I'll read things I've written, I'll be like, that wow, was profound. when did I write that? <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> okay, uh, but um yeah, I'm such a big I do. Um, supporter of journaling. And like when I, I do a lot of, when I do my one-to-one -one work, I'm always, if people don't have a journaling practice already, I'm like, okay, I want you to journal about that today. And I had this one client that um, we would meet sometimes and, you know, whatever it was, we'd be working on something tough. And I'd say to her, so I want you to go journal about this. And then she kind of caught on and she'd be like, if it was something tough we were working through, she'd say, yeah. you want me to go journal about this, don't you? <laughs> I'd be like, yes, yep, I do. Sure do. <laughs> Just write it out. Write Another it out. great thing, you know, that was promoted by uh, Deepak Chopra and Oprah is gratitude journaling, mm -hmm. right? And I did that for a while when I was going through uh, when I so I went through cancer, and and this was the other ironic thing I realized because 2020 was when I was finally uh, five years cancer free. Yay! You know. But it was weird because then we went right into COVID. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, and then I also, I at the end of 2020, part of why 2021 was 
hard for me was not just all the political unrest and all the stuff going on in the world. Yeah. Um, that way, especially here in the U.S., there was so much uh, stress of that. But um, for me, at the, at the end of 2020 is when my mom passed from COVID. Mm. And um, and I, I, she, you know, she was, what, 93, I think. Now I'm like trying to remember how old she's. My mom was older when she had me when she was 40. Yeah. So um, she was already, you know, she was, she was older. And so it wasn't completely unexpected, but it's still your mom. It's and still I just hard. Yeah. didn't, yeah, I didn't realize how it hits you, especially because I already, you know, I'd written the book about my dad because he passed in 2012. Yeah. And he was also 90 at that time. But um, he, um, so I wrote this book about him, but I just, I, I guess, I don't know, having both parents gone and then as a woman yeah. having your mother go, yeah. I don't care what your relationship is with your mom. There's mm -hmm. something about that that just hits you really deeply really as does. a woman. Yeah, it really does. It's like, oh my gosh, the mantle's passed to me. Yeah. Now I'm the one that is the woman in the family, as it were. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's something that, yeah. It, so that, that was a big transition too for me with all of that. But um, you were asking about how the lessons I learned and what I'm, what I've taken from it, you know, what, how I'm utilizing that now mm -hmm. to be kind yeah. to myself. Yeah. One of the things that I realized as I wrote about the 20 year, you know, kind of moments was it actually gave me great hope when I realized mm -hmm. that, because those were great years, like these mm -hmm. transitions were hard but they were beautiful too mm. transitions that led into wonderful things in my life like this marriage that i have and ultimately this career that i had in editing and yeah. it was scary to go into it and hard at first yeah because i'm sure i didn't know how to get there and you know breaking in is difficult and mm -hmm. but it happened and yeah i mean it's so i actually am said uh had to tell myself it's like you need to have hope yes. and I think also losing my my parents and then um, I've lost a couple of very close people in my life recently uh, mm -hmm. to cancer and to stroke and I mean just things mm -hmm. right we get to this age and suddenly things yeah. start happening to people we yeah. love that are our age that we're thinking we're going to grow old with and it hits me because I'm like wow you know i think that's where the fear of death starts coming in and yeah i had to i had this revelation at the end of the year that just went into um going into january of this year it was like rather than being afraid of what's ahead of me i don't know just shifting it into oh my gosh i've got this whole new era of my life i'm getting into mm. how exciting is this and yes, I know this is an era that's probably going to be filled with a lot of grief because it's an era where I will be saying goodbye to people I love because that's just part of getting older. Right. Um, but at the same time, do you want to stop loving because of that? No, of course mm. not. Right. What you gain from those relationships is so much more than the, the grief on the other end of it. I mean, you have that beautiful those memories but not just the memories they become a part of you 
and the lessons of their life becomes integrated with yours, especially once they've passed, it really can impact you in a different way. And you feel that love and you, it just makes you appreciate life more. And I just suddenly was seeing this as I'm on a new adventure in my life. I'm on a Mm. different um, era that is exciting and I want to take advantage of it and and enjoy it. I love where that's going. Okay, I want you to think about what you just said. And if you were going to offer some encouragement um, or advice to, to people listening to this who might be feeling like they're starting a new chapter and how to embrace that as an adventure, what, what would you say to them? Oh, I think I would say just get out and live. Yeah. Get out and live. I mean, like, allow yourself to... Um, it's so easy to just stay in, especially now since COVID, right? And we all work from home. And I found that with myself. Oh my gosh, I just, I don't feel like going out today. I don't feel yeah. like going for that walk today. I don't, mm-hmm. It's like, even just go out for a walk on a daily basis, just to give yourself some kind of a movement in your mm-hmm. life that makes you feel good. I think that's the big thing is also that whole, going back to the kindness, give yourself a break don't hold these expectations of where you're supposed to be Mm. or you think you're supposed to be in your brain, what you think you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's like, we have so much pressure on us. I think to have gained a certain amount of success by a certain point, have a certain amount of money, have certain, um, you know, assets in our life that we should have acquired by certain points. And not that's not true for everyone. That's yeah. not true for a lot of people. I never, we never were graced with having a child, for instance. And I would have loved that at one point. Mm-hmm. But now releasing that, right? And yeah. knowing if it was supposed to be, it would have come, you yeah. know, it would have happened. And so I'm okay with that. That didn't happen. And recognizing that I have so many nieces and nephews, both by blood and by love. Mm-hmm. in my life that literally when I talk with them about in the past I've talked to them about my fears because they're all adults now you know at right. my age many of yeah. them are adults and having kids and so wise own. right and so wise and yeah and they and they'll say Aunt Jeanette you don't have to worry you can live with us if you're you know alone at the end I mean you're you're not going to be alone yeah. you're going to have somebody I have a room in my house that you can stay in if that's what you're worried about because yeah. my mind goes there right sure. oh my god when I'm no 93 to what's going to happen who's taking yeah. care of me one wants to be alone well at the end. you know I have to instead of being approaching it from that aspect of yeah. fear approaching it from this aspect turning it around in my brain to now I have an opportunity to have new adventures right now. I have an opportunity to see this as a new era in my life that I embrace. And, and that I can happen any time for anybody, no matter where they at are. At any point. Yes. Right. No matter Whether how old you are, it can 30 be 30 or 50 right. or 70. Right. Like you it's can always still an opportunity. Start. You yes. can still start today and have a new yeah. adventure and Absolutely. live and move and yeah. get out there in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. And everything is an opportunity for that. And yes, you will go through grief. And yes, well, I've, I have uh, suffered from depression throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I get very clinically depressed. I, I used to get it pretty badly. But again, learning to find the tools to mitigate that mm-hmm. um, so that 
the last time it really happened, which was in 21, when I was going, I started having these panic attacks and things um, prior to me making that choice of going to um, Italy. As I worked through it, realizing how quickly I, it was the bounce. And I think I talked to you about this in the trip, the bounce back time, yeah. recognizing that my bounce back time was faster yeah. and going, oh, wow, I've really improved a lot. I used to stay in this hole for days and now it was just like not even 24 hours. And I'm like, okay, time to be over this. Like <laughs> it's time for me to do I'm the use my tools. To do. Let's go for a walk and get my head cleared and feel yeah. better. And cause that is such a simple, but so effective method of really helping you to get out of those states of anger, fear, depression, those, those mm -hmm. lower mm -hmm. energy states that keep you in the house and keep you from doing those things that yeah. can make your life. Because if you don't go and do things, your life isn't going to change. You have no, to make it's just change smaller and smaller, right? If you just stay yeah. in the house and work in the house yeah. and don't go out and do things. And I think we, you said something earlier that really made a lot of sense to me. It's like, we've, we kind of have gotten into that, right? With mm -hmm. COVID in the last couple of years, we yeah. all just kind of hold up but like yeah. now is the time to really reemerge again and mm -hmm. whatever it was you were thinking about doing in 2019 or 2020, like go do that, right? Like Fine. let's restart, let's re reassess these mm -hmm. dreams that we have or this new direction we want to take, this new adventure we want to go yeah. on and go do that, right? Yeah. Live yeah. Life. And just going for a simple walk in the middle of the day or at the end mm. of the day, if, when you can do getting out of your house, if you're yeah. not somebody who's mobile, um, finding a way to get out even, you know, in, in your, like have a friend come get you or something go or have a, a friend or come anything. over, yeah. go for a drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just having a way to actually get uh, kind of out of your space for a little while can really help this is the most simple way of getting yourself out of that space mm -hmm. of negativity yeah it's getting out into nature basically getting well, out and into the world and breathing the air i will offer know? even one more tip for people who struggle with depression or you know anxiety or any of those kind of things sometimes we talk ourselves out of it or we just literally do not think we have like the strength to go and do it yeah. is mm -hmm. employ um mel robbins tool which is the five, four, three, two, one. She's like, you just count it down. She said, you know, like if you're going to go take a walk, she's like, don't think about it. Like yeah. count down five, four, three, two, one, put your shoes on, grab your coat and leave. Like, just like, just, cause if you sit there and think about it, you will talk yourself out of it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Or you'll so, find other things to distract yourself. Yeah. With, especially with social media and stuff. Nowadays. Yeah. Or it's you'll so say, easy oh, to I be just, like, I'm just going to be on say, the computer all day. You'll say, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, now it's so, too cold. Well, now it's raining. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You'll make an excuse for it yeah. and instead of just and like, doing it. And you know, I mean, that better. was, yeah. Yeah. That was like yesterday. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Um, that was yesterday. My, when I get so excited because you have so many great gems <laughs> of information that just spark my head, my brain. Um, yesterday was kind of cloudy. And I was all disappointed because I've been excited about going up and hiking around Mulholland and in that area to see all the mountains. Right, right. Like, oh my gosh, it looks like it's going to rain. And I went, no, let's just go out anyways. Let's just even take a drive and find a place to just go for a walk for a little yep. while. Yep. Well, we ended up hiking most of the day around the mountains here and it turned into a beautiful day. I mean, it was still, there were big clouds and sometimes they looked like rain clouds, but it was, and it was cold. 
but it was gorgeous. It was a great hike. And there was little flowers everywhere. I mean, it was just so green mm -hmm. and we could see some of the mountains. But if I had said, oh, okay, it's too cloudy. I'm just going to stay inside. We yeah. would have missed all that beauty that we ended up seeing. Yeah. And what is interesting is as we drove home, I said, you know, I just need to do this. I just need to get out because there's never been a day where I've gone out and, and regretted it. Never. Whenever I've said, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. Whenever I've gone for a walk or gone for a hike, I've never regretted going for that hike or that walk. Mm -hmm. But there's been many days where I've regretted just staying home and not going for the walk or the hike. When mm -hmm. I've been like at the end of the day going, yeah, I should have gone out today. That is gold. And I think we're going to end it right there because I don't know how else to wrap this up, but to say like, you know, you, you're always going to regret sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> you're never going to exactly. regret going outside. So I think that's yeah. a great place to end it. Thank you so much for being with yeah. me, Jeanette. I will, um, we'll get all your, like your book details and stuff and put that in the show notes for everybody and your contact yeah. details. So if people do want to get a hold of you for work. Um, they know where to get a hold of you there. Thank you so much for being oh, here. I love you. talking to you. I always Me feel too. so enriched. Um, yeah. And I feel like we riff really well off each other because I'll say yeah. something and you'll go, oh my God, this. And then you'll yeah. say something and I'm like, oh my God, that. <laughs> so exactly. It's really, really good. Um, and I can't wait to see you when you come up to Portland um, yeah. in a few weeks. So we'll be sure oh, to get same together. Oh, same here. Same okay. here. I'm so grateful to have made this friendship with you that was one of the best things that came out of italy for me is the friendships and particularly our friendship that, thank you um, i feel the same way so thank you good stuff <laughs> okay hey that's all for now but come back soon did today's episode spark some new thoughts for you if it did subscribe and leave a review if you want to learn more about overcoming fear and anxiety head over to livelessafraid.com and check out all the episodes and find out more about what I do. If you're curious about what working with a coach is like, let's schedule a Zoom and I'll tell you all about it. Are you looking for encouragement? Then come over to my community group. It's the Live Less Afraid community group on Facebook. The link is waiting for you on my website. Thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate each and every one of you.